Hey, sweetheart, I'll help you with those. Oh, thank you very much. A card came for us today. Oh, a late Christmas card? Hmm, let's see. Oh, a wedding invitation, honey, from Francine and Robert. You're kidding me. See for yourself. Let's see, what have we got here? We cordially invite you to the spontaneous virtual wedding of Francine Louise Corbin and Robert T. Stanson on the 31st of December Honey, 2020. Live stream begins at 11 p.m. on Zoom. Oh, a New Year's wedding. Well, I know what I'm going to wear. What? My pink and gray lounge set that you got for me last Christmas and my fluffy slippers. Not so fast, my pretty. What? Listen to this. Dear Celia, please wear your Peach Valentino dress. Oh. We want you and Hector on video to share your best marriage advice at the Zoom reception. A Zoom reception? How can you have a reception with no buffet? Well, maybe they'll just have it for the immediate family. You know, rules are different on the Zoom. I know. Let's order out. Uh-oh, Calhoun Steakhouse. The menu Door is dash. in the kitchen drawer. I'll get uh -oh, it. Wait a minute, partner. No, we are going to sit down right now and write down what we Celia, are going to say at that wedding. I don't need to write it. I can speak Whoa, off the cuff. No, no, no. Remember that speech you did at the marriage retreat? Celia! You were sweating bullets. I was hot. I begged you to please write down your speech. I was fine. I just forgot a few things. You forgot everything and did stand up instead. It was a great crowd. I was on fire. I killed. Yeah, I talked about our love uh -huh. for one another. I know that comedy is your comfort zone, but did you really have to do a whole set on how I slept? You mean snore? Light snoring. You woke the dead. Oh, come on. I thought Mr. Amos was sawing trees outside. Hey, don't you get me started on your growling. You were so loud, the neighbors thought we had a grizzly bear in our house. Well. Of all the roar that you were doing. Girl. I was a bear. <laughs> See, now you're off topic. Come on, let's be serious, okay? You are my topic at hand, Write baby. Write your speech down this time, okay? Do it for me. All right. For you, I will. Hector finished up the screenplay and sent it to the show producer. With that off of his shoulders, he became laser-focused on the wedding speech. Quietly sipping his favorite coffee, Hector sat back in his chair. He was now in a daze, an all-too-familiar zone of traveling through the story in his mind before writing down more words. He was transported back to one of his earlier dates with Celia. It was the wedding of Celia's old college friend, Taylor Rosen. Hector remembered Celia shyly asking him to be her date at the wedding. Hector answered her. Of course. You tell me what you're wearing and I'll wear a suit in a similar color. Hector made quite an impression on Celia's friends. Taylor was especially pleased. Celia dated on and off throughout college and had one relationship that went a little beyond a year. Taylor could see that Hector was very different. Celia and Hector's warm and familiar interaction with one another was more like a wife and husband than a new fling. The wedding date gave way to Hector and Celia, an inseparable team. The inspired trip down memory lane unleashed that creative streak he was looking for. 
in the meantime, Celia was in the kitchen preparing a kale salad, Hector's favorite, for their grilled chicken dinner. She had already finished two-thirds of her speech. She focused on their experiences with patience and allowing each other the space to grow and to become better people and better spouses to one another. Hello? Celia. Hi, Tia Anna. How are you? Estoy bien, chica. I was calling to check on Hector. He told me he is writing for another series. Yes, he just sent the screenplay to the producer today. Muy bien, entonces. This is so exciting. Mi sobrino, the big comedy writer. I know. I am so proud of him, too. Diego, yes, I just sent the screenplay to Steve. Does he need anything else? What? A sitcom. Are you sure? I mean, that's a major network, man. I've, well, of course I'll do it, and I'll get the changes to him by Tuesday, but what's the problem? What's wrong? Oh, no. Hector, dinner's ready. I'm oh, one step ahead of you. You scared me. <laughs> How is the most beautiful woman who ever walked the face of this earth doing today? I'm fine, sweetheart. I made your favorite kale salad. Mmm. Mm. You are amazing. I do try now. You are so loving, real, and above all else, forgiving. Well, thank you, honey. You are the very same way. Oh, not like you, my love especially how forgiving you are. You see my flaws, but you laugh them off and are so patient with oh, me. Oh, that's what I wrote in my part of the speech about patience that's perfect. and I mean, allowing uh, each other the space to grow and to learn. Yeah. Well, I have some good news. What is it? Oh, a new web series? No. A new sitcom. Baby, that's wonderful. I knew you could do it. Steve has a new sitcom and wants oh, me to be a writer. Oh, you worked so hard for this. Writing for this show will revive my career. See, the industry is now begging on your door, honey. That's exactly there what they're doing. There is one neat itty bitty thing. Okay, but what is it? Oh, do you want croutons? Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Celia, Steve needs me to make more changes to the web series before he officially hires me for the sitcom. Okay, well, that shouldn't be a big issue, sweetheart. A Catalina or blue cheese dressing? Ah, uh, Catalina dressing, honey. Look, it requires me to work this weekend. Uh, the jalapenos were very fresh this time. Do you want See, three yeah. or four of those? But I've worked my butt off in this opportunity for years, way before we met. Um, you'll get another opportunity. You don't get it. I get that you told me you would be there with me. They put a rush on this one. Okay. Can't you can't you just spare even an hour for that? There will be other weddings. Our friends asked us to speak. They have included us in the wedding because they believe in what we have as a couple. How could you put something like that on the back burner? You really want an answer to that question? I'm up for it. Go ahead. Before I can love you, honey, I have to love myself. And writing is a part of it. Yet I had to beg you to write do down this. your speech. Well, that's 
different. How is it different, Hep? Steve wants the changes this weekend. He'll get them. Okay, you'll give Steve what he wants, all right? But what about what I want as your wife? I live every day wife? giving you everything I have. But my needs and wants are just as important as yours, honey. I'm working this weekend. Oh, just like that? No more discussion? This was not a discussion. I'll eat upstairs. Besides a series of grunts, murmurs, and a word here or there, the two had withdrawn into their own little worlds. Celia was busy getting her wardrobe together for the Zoom wedding, and Hector was busy pounding away at the screenplay with those changes. On the day of the wedding, while Celia was getting herself prepared, Hector slipped out of the house, and he arrived minutes later at the church for confession. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Yes, my son, confess your sins. I betrayed my wife. Adultery? No, of course not, Father. Come on. Stole her money? No, what? Forgot to pull the toilet seat down? No, Father. Well, not this time. I promised my wife I would be there for her for a virtual wedding. Ah, weddings. You decided to not be there for your wife. No, but yeah, I... Father, I'm always there for her, just not always in the same room. Go on, my son. I worked over 25 years to get my career back on track, Father. I finally got the opportunity to write for a major network show, my first one. Before I move on to this job, the producer wants me to make very little last-minute changes to a previous script we worked on. I have to work on that this weekend. Ah, my own. Yeah. That means I can't be at this wedding. I can't say the speech. I'm beginning to see now, Hector. Father, I made mistakes in the past that harmed my career and myself. Before I met my wife, I was already building a great second act in the entertainment industry. When my wife met me, I was already a writer and performer. Being a writer is part of who you are, my boy. Yes! I'll tell you a little story. Ah, uh, father, about that, I have to be on my No, way. you have a time for this. Hello? Hola, Celia. Anna, hi, how are you? Bien. ¿Y tú y Hector? Uh, um, we're fine. Good. I was just thinking about both of you. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Tia Anna. I, that means so much to us. The last way I spoke, I didn't finish telling you about his dream. His writing, yes. That's part of it, Chica. Hector worked for many years. He had many disappointments after his 40s. He loved performing on stage, musica, acting. But writing gave him his voice. I know, he's a, an exceptional storyteller. No, Chica, you don't understand me. I'm sorry, Anna. What are you getting at? I tell you, La Familia always knew Hector was talented. He won a young writer's competition. Yeah, he told me he loved writing ever since he was a kid. 
Yes, we were so proud of him. His father would say, My boy would be a teacher, a newsman. When Hector began spending his summers with us as a teen, he and Reynaldo were close, and but he had to go off on his own for hours. My husband and I owned land given to us by my padre. There was an apple tree there. That's where we found him. One day, I brought a snack to him. He was riding away. I asked him if this was for another content. Hector said, no, dear, it's something else. This was very private. So I kissed him on the head and turned to walk away. He stopped me and asked if I could read what was in his journal. I told him I would be on. He asked me if I could do it now. So I took off my apron and I sat on beside him. He loves you so much. He is so special to me, Chica. His gift is so special. Celia, in his journal were stories that embraced you with such warmth and joy and humanity that they become part of you. The stories were about people who could see as your own familiar. Hector can be a funny, but he knows people. He knows what gifts they are to one another. That is my Hector. Yes. I saw this in his kindness early on when we started dating. The way that he talked to people, strangers, like like they were old friends. When he writes for a job, you must understand this isn't just a career. This is a part of living to him. This is a part of his humanity, which he shares with the people and he knows they are not alone. Oh, I get it now. You know, he always said that you were one of the few people who he could really trust with anything. You most so. No, no, not quite like that. Yes, I see it, Chica. He trusts you above any other person with the exception of God himself. But why didn't he tell me about the apple tree story? Because you are married to a human being. It takes wives and husbands many years to get to know each other. There are a lifetime of stories that you will learn about Hector that no one will know but you and God. I won't even know. Be patient and allow both the Jews to a space to grow together. Lola and Freddy Caruso fought like cats and elephants for 20 years. Uh, Father, you mean cats and dogs? Not if you've seen Lula's feet. They were like two clucking hens. Hours of hearing them just back, back, backing at each other. One day, I just ran out of the room screaming. That's terrible. You know, boy, priests have bad days too. No judgment here, Father. Well, after taking a few mental health days, I had a long talk with the man upstairs. Well, what was it? Lula and Freddy did not allow the main thing to be the main thing. God and love for one another. I know from experience. You know God and his love, but things are a little different when living with the woman you love. My son, before I became Father Carmen, I was Carmen Rescio, a grocer and married man. Married? 
I didn't know that. That was long ago. I was a young man, just a 17 years old. I was married to Anna Maria Roma for 10 years before she died. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. It was a wonderful marriage. I was so happy. You know what made it work? The main thing being the main thing. See? But also knowing that when things fail, when our desires fall apart, what's left are God and each other. Son, your life, your soul is grounded in God's love and the love he planted in you for your wife. The love you have for yourself is a mirror reflection for how you love your woman. When you have that love, everything else will fall into place. The Zoom attendees did not have their cameras on, but they could see the ceremony. The bride was adorned in a winter white sparkly gown with a fitted waist and a full skirt. Her tiara veil cascaded down her back to her ankles. The groom was flanked by his father and brother. The bride Francine had her mother with her. After the bride and groom said their vows, and were pronounced husband and wife. Francine took the microphone from the priest. She then requested Celia to please turn her video on. That was Celia's cue. She began with 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 of how love was patient and kind. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Hector! It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with la verdad. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. No, never. It took me a long time to get here, to be ready for my wife. You know, I was late to my own wedding. My Aunt Anna told me that Celia's wedding bouquet got lost somehow. The bouquet had her grandmother's handkerchief in there. I called everywhere to find that closest thing to that bouquet, although I knew the handkerchief was irreplaceable. To make a long story very short, my aunt and I ran to three floors and put together our own bouquet. Tia Anna took my grandmother's pearls and draped them around the middle flowers. And when all is said and done, we have God and us. I was already halfway down the aisle when I saw Hector come in. He didn't stop either. He met me in the middle of the aisle and presented me with a bouquet of flowers. He then escorted me the rest of the way, down the aisle to our places. But before we began our vows, he took the microphone from the priest and told me that Tia Anna loaned me her mother's pearls. She said that I was always family even before we met, and that Hector and I were always family who found our way to each other. Nuestra familia dulce. Hoy siempre.
Hector, honey. I am so sorry for how I've behaved and treated you. No, I made a very important promise to I'm you. I'm so selfish. I understood why you were so upset. Let me talk to Steve, okay? No, baby. No, no, let, let me help fix no, this. No, I'm getting paid for my work and other opportunities will knock on our door. You know what? With us as a team, maybe we're going straight to the top. The dulces are unstoppable, baby. Thank, Thank you for, you for joining, joining us for La Familia Vida Dulce, or the Sweet Life Family. Happy New Amigos. Year! Start a brand new year with this brand new comedy podcast. Join us every single week for new episodes and have a few laughs on us. Please consider supporting us so that we can continue to bring these shows to you every single week. Find that support link below. Perry DeMarco was the voice behind Hector, Tia Anna, and Father Carmine. Mary Christy Pemberton was the voice behind Celia, Aunt Sylvia, and Mrs. Daly. This episode was written and produced by Mary Christy Pemberton. And this show, La Familia Vida Dulce, was brought to you by the GCW Group, LLC. The featured music in this episode, Custom by Sabello 2010, and Happy African Village by John Bartman. We have their links below so that you can hear more of their music on Pixabay. And come by to get a little sweet life in your day. You deserve it. From La Familia Dulce. <laughs>